0: Oh, no one ever thinks about the crew below the decks. They're drinking and they're partying and having lots of sex. They cook and clean and serve the rich with a smile all day. But when the richies leave the ship, the yachties get to play. Yolo, nilio.
1: Hey gang, welcome back to another Gangplank Report. Adrian is off chefing it up down in Southern Florida. She will magically appear at the end of the episode though when we're discussing Below Deck Adventure. But for right now, we are with the lovely, the wonderful Kathy Gilmore for our OG with KG segment. Hey, Kath.
0: Hello, how are you? I am dandy. You're in Florida too. I am in South Florida as well. I suspect we're we're not that far from each other, me and Adrian. I'm down in Key West. Uh, I came down to do some work, and my parents live here. So nice, uh, yeah. Blow some of that weather up this
1: way. Adrian's not been doing it lately. She's off her game. (laughs)
0: Freezing up here. Well, when I'm back in Boston tomorrow, I'll be missing it. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I bet. But yeah, let's dive into a little below deck OG fun here. Yeah, my thoughts, as always, a little scattered. So for those of you who don't know, somebody had sent me a DM asking, I actually like I basically just take notes while I watch it, you know, Mm -hmm. and some things come to me, some things don't. For some reason, I end up thinking about the show like hours later, and maybe <laughs> something comes to me then. That's how much in bed I am with the below deck thing. Well, like, hopefully think about people
1: it. are being nice to you in DMs. Please. Yes. Because we got a production note this week Oh, uh-oh. saying that my laughter while you're talking is unbearable.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's ridiculous. It's subjective. I get yeah. it.
1: But people, I'm going to laugh okay
0: yeah <laughs> this
1: has to be like, fun for fun. me too
0: <laughs> exactly if it's exactly. not fun no. for me
1: I won't be doing it so exactly. I'm gonna laugh and Kathy is a comedian she lives on laughter <laughs> it's her lifeblood
0: yeah. <laughs> right for yep. schnizzle so what did you think about this episode well don't you feel like the season the subtext of the season is When is Captain Lee gonna leave? Mm -hmm. It's like hanging over everything. Like, wait, is he leaving? Is he not leaving? Can he walk? What's going on? So I find it to be a little too distracting right now. It really is. I just don't get it. Why is this being prolonged? If he had a deck crew that couldn't do the job, they'd be gone. He needs to sit down with himself and hand himself a plane ticket, I think. Yeah. I love him, but... Oy, it's a cloud over the season, I feel like, a little bit. It's difficult to watch somebody in pain. It is. It is. He's in such pain. And I think the moment that got me the most when he was trying to Captain Lee his leg to, like, work. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, I love him. Like, don't take my little bit harshness for, I I do, I love him. But Mm -hmm. it's a little bit of a shadow over this season, a little bit. And it's real. And I appreciate that. But it's also unreal because no way would he be the captain in this situation. Right. But that's all I will say about that. So Katie sleeping in. I like how this deck team is so great that this is like the only drama right (laughs) right now. (laughs) Oh, scandal. How much did you love the dual interview with Tony and Ben? I loved it. Oh, they're precious. Yeah, their little friendship
1: is good. It was great to see them bond on that. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I really enjoyed that. I think that's what I love so much about the Below Deck franchise is you do have these real moments that just don't seem as overly produced as on other reality shows, maybe. So I totally love that. Poor Tony, though, right? My friend, (laughs) don't work out for an hour in the morning when you know you're going to be doing physical labor in the hot sun all day. We've gotten a
1: lot of foreshadowing of apparently he has a dark side. And I'm curious if they're prepping us. Well, he said it a couple of times,
0: like he would get crabby if he didn't work
1: out. and So I'm wondering if that pops up at some point.
0: But on the same token, you're doing physical labor in the heat. If you're not getting a workout in just from your job, then maybe you aren't doing it enough (laughs) or hard enough. (laughs) That's a good point. Right? You shouldn't need to also, like, lift weights and grunt for 72 hours before (laughs) your shift. Dude. But I still love him. I still say he's our new Kiko and he needs to be protected at all costs. Yeah. Sticking with the deck crew, does anybody know how the F-old Ross is? Does he not seem like either 22 or Or like 50? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) he's a bit like middle-aged man swinger deck boss still and it cracks me up every time (laughs) I still just see Austin Powers with them, but, you know, better teeth. Yeah. And they're setting us up for, you know, obviously we need to have some romance trauma going on, Mm -hmm. which this has been a little lacking, right? Right. But yeah, the deck team, I think all good. This is where treating Camille as a deck person right now, I kind of feel for her a little bit. Like she's being left out of like deck team meetings and she just doesn't seem to have anybody being her boss except Alyssa. Yeah,
1: the role isn't really defined very well. It's I not. Don't think.
0: Yeah. I mean, I really feel like as viewers, we would see more of a definition of that role by now if it existed right Mm -hmm. but yeah I feel for her only a little bit in this way this one situation yeah in this very (laughs) tiny infinitesimal way yes yes yeah it's not good that on my like disjointed notepad here her name is mentioned all over the place (laughs) but is she carrying the show a little bit right now too a little bit not maybe for the right reasons but yeah not for the right reasons at all yeah I mean, Camille, she's not changing, right? She is who she is. She came here for, like, a yachting vacation. The fact that nobody seems to be really in charge of her, whether it be Fraser or Ross, is allowing her to be such a slacker, with poor Alyssa being left to pick up the pieces there, it seems like, Mm -hmm. but... I do think Alyssa needs to change how she's managing her. Agreed. Camille's not going to change. So you need to change how you're managing her a bit. Mm -hmm. She keeps letting Camille get the best of her. I feel like. Yep. (laughs) Come on. And you know, Alyssa, I like her. I just feel like she's getting that little bit of a power trip edit. Yeah. I don't know if that's really her or the edit, but like, where the hell is Fraser? I feel like he barely exists. Yeah.
1: And I did like that he said at the end that he needed to become the bee. Yes. And I hope he does.
0: But I feel like he said that last week too. He did. And the meeting was really kind of fluffy. The Mm -hmm. interior meeting. But I feel like that was the beginning meeting. Right. Of easing into like, you're going to get some criticism. In my family, we have a joke that you don't say the cat died. You say the cat's on the roof. (laughs) (laughs) So I think the cat's on the roof for this whole Camille-Alyssa <laughs> thing. Yeah. And I hope it's not like Alyssa being so frustrated and unseen that she quits. But I don't know what's going to happen with that. But something obviously needs to give. Don't you want to see like a TV show switching gears here a little bit with like Haley and Rachel? <laughs> I would love that. Yeah. Like an Ab Fab remake or something? <laughs> <laughs> They both have the same amount of quips and the same sense of humor. Mm -hmm. Hopefully this Camille-Alyssa situation will calm down so we can get more of that action. Because I really like Haley. She's hilarious. Yeah, she's very funny. Also doesn't seem to be very good at her job, but skating by because the focus (laughs) is on Camille. (laughs) I did see somebody
1: last night, one of our friends, Bob on Twitter, asked what does she do? <laughs> because
0: yeah. we, we really haven't seen <laughs> that her. Is all that is a good much. point, Bob. I love, I follow Bob as well. Yeah. What is she doing other than her hair? <laughs> but she makes such great quips that we need that. That's what I thought we were going to get from Fraser. Right. I thought we were going to get some good interview quips and narration, right? Like yeah. we used to get with Kate. So that's lacking. I need humor in my watching for sure. I think it's funny that we're not getting as much of Rachel as we have in previous seasons, but we're starting to get a little bit more. Mm -hmm. But how do you lose so much stuff so often and not look for it? Like a half hour after dinner, you're looking for the main ingredient. To your dinner I
1: would love to know what the real timeline was
0: me too 100%. I feel like
1: this is a production kind of thing mm-hmm. where she was actually looking earlier in the day and it wasn't that right. last minute and that's what we right. were talking about a little bit about the edit and what kind of edit she's going to get this season exactly because it just doesn't jive
0: with who she's been as a show no. up to this point last charter it was the fish right all of a mm-hmm. sudden she finds out the fish is bad this time it's the truffle So it's both her main ingredients for the big show dinner. And she seems to be struggling and tumbling and all that. So very interesting to see, yeah, what's going to happen with that. I love her. I love her special brand of crazy. I'm with Tony on that one. (laughs) I know she's very, very polarizing with the fans, but... You need to have somebody with that like little bit of cray to make things interesting. And she's very quick-witted. So that part I love too.
1: Yeah. Keeps everybody on their toes.
0: Yeah. And I have to say that if I had an entire meal that was truffle focused, I would leave. (laughs) I would too. I was thinking
1: that the whole time. I have the worst toddler palate anyway. Yeah. Truffles taste like dirt to me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I always say they taste like feet. Yeah, <laughs> I've never tasted feet, but I imagine that that's what they would taste like is truffle. I have said that they taste like feet smell. <laughs> yeah, it's what we're going to do today is a very dirt forward focus. Where we're gonna just have fungus. (laughs) Yeah, it's very earthy. I've just not. Yeah.
1: Especially not not potatoes. Do not ruin my God given potatoes with. I know. I was at dinner
0: last night and it was like truffle mac and cheese. I was like, oh, Oh, no. I was, uh-huh. I was like why why are they <laughs> such a thing the emperor's new clothes situation with truffle yeah. i swear and whenever i i'll be like no truffle they'll be like oh! clutching <laughs> pearls i'm like it's disgusting <laughs> so that's my truffle stance i think it's a pretty strong one I and mushroom, like yeah mushrooms for days no i don't want like brown food after brown food after brown food <laughs> like come on so yeah, just not Rachel's best season so far. Yeah. A little uh side note here, I had the closed captioning on mm-hmm. because it's my parents' TV that I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> and it's always on. Yes. And anytime they had the charter guests in the background talking, it would just say chattering. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> I was like Okay, a little bit misogynistic maybe, but yeah, very funny. Like just, I don't know what they're saying. It was totally a guy trying to figure out the words, right? There was
1: <laughs> one part that made me laugh so hard when they were coming off the mini tramp. And one of the doctors said, I don't know how to say thank you in Australian.
0: <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> Where did she get her degree? Yeah. Preet, you know. Like, oh my goodness. That's hilarious. <laughs> that was very confusing, editors. They kept going back and forth between Dr. So and so. Mm-hmm. And then the next scene, they would all just use the first names. Right. I don't know that Dr. So-and-so is Holly. Keep it consistent. Either use their first names or use just their doctor name. Yeah. <laughs> their that's last a good names. Point.
1: Because are there two Michelles or is Dr. Pearl Michelle? That's a good point. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I have no idea. And that one Holly. Woo. Holly's lucky she didn't get her butt tossed overboard. I agree. First of all, you don't grab somebody's hair when they're all done up, right. first and foremost. Mm-hmm. I get dressed up once a year. If you were to come at my hair, I would come at you like a holler monkey. <laughs> But just the whole like a black woman's wig. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's so much about that. That was like, she is lucky that that woman whose name I still can't figure out. Jewel. Jewel. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, I loved her. She showed way more class than anybody else probably would have given that amount of alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but then she did do that thing where she got really drunk and then just kept bringing it up every five minutes.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> As if the person across the table couldn't hear her. Right. I got it though. I got it because
1: they went off to the bathroom and talked about it. And up to the point where she got at the table, there wasn't an apology. There wasn't. Then it was kind of like, Well, I'm the type of person who would accept an apology. Yeah. You don't apologize to me like that. You beg forgiveness.
0: (laughs) You don't tell me that I owe you forgiveness. You ask for it. exactly. Yeah. You're not a child. You're a doctor that implies intelligence, emotional intelligence, Mm -hmm. and you're just sitting there giving that half-assed non-apology apology. apology. So kudos for Jewel for just keeping her calm. Which, mm-hmm. not to get too deep, but again, that's the whole, God forbid, she can't get angry because then she'll be classed as the angry Black woman. Right. So it was just like a little little glimpse, right, into probably their real world there right. for a minute. So, and I do love how Lee was so precious about wanting to make sure they had a good time because of everything that they have had to deal with during COVID. Yeah, when he said, Cappy, I'll
1: hold your hair back. I know! Oh, hit me in the feels
0: it did it did and that's why we love him and that's why like we like to see him but I think my whole thing with get him out of here is it's so hard to watch him like this it is like I said it kind of casts a pall over the whole thing where you're just like this lion of a man is being reduced it's just hard to watch Right. And how you
1: were talking earlier about how there seems to be less humor. I wonder if they're trying to balance that. Like, this is so serious what he's going through. Maybe they didn't find a way to make it meld together. So they have to leave it out. Right.
0: Yeah. Maybe until the big if he leaves. But we know he's leaving, right? Yeah, we do. (laughs) Worst kept secret ever. (laughs) Ever. Yep. And by the way, they should never have told us that. Right. (laughs) right? Yeah. It would be more if they had just not spoiled it. And again, I think it's funny that we're in a beautiful, beautiful location this Mm -hmm. season and we've barely seen it. It's kind of weird, but whatever. So that's kind of all I got this week. I think it was a little bit more of a serious episode as we're leading into the big reveal here.
1: Yeah. And it looks like it's coming next week.
0: Well, we'll see. We've had the promo for three weeks now. (laughs) coming up next week is it is Is it it is it really are you sure coming up next week we'll show you coming up next week
1: (laughs) we'll show you the previews of the previews (laughs) for next week
0: yeah coming up this season exactly (laughs) it's gonna be like the finale (laughs) like wait what yeah awesome
1: well thank you so much as always. We appreciate you. Thanks for having me. We will catch you next week.
0: Yep. Follow me on the socials. Follow Gina. Kathy
1: at the Gilmore Girl on Twitter. That's G-I-L-M-O-U-R.
0: Correct. com. She's on Facebook. Yeah. Insta. Instagram. Instagram mostly just pictures of my dog. So, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It was great right. talking to you. I miss Adrienne. Tell her, hey. I will do and, that. We'll, we'll chat soon. Bye okay. everybody. Take care. Bye.
2: This episode is brought to you by Shopify, whether you're selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing. However you cha-ching from the launch your online shop stage all the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hey guys, welcome to another Gangplank Report where we are talking about Below Deck Adventure Season 1, Episode 6. Bravo decided to call it The Real Yacht Wives of Norway, and we are calling it not here to screw spiders and here is your rapid recap
1: lewis is one of the few crew members we've seen that considers how our relationship will affect the boat dynamics casey's accent has morphed into a new language with words like royalty and inhibitations the charter's primary guest is heather gay from real housewives of salt lake city nathan offers to be woken up to help with the viking dinner but mike gets on faye's case when they do Casey bonds with the guest over being ex-Mormon. Nathan does the unthinkable and goes to bed 30 minutes before shift change on Anchor Watch. Jess and Oriana get into a tiff over Oriana's pace at breakfast, but Jess is unaware that it's due to the fact that Oriana has dyslexia. The guests go on a zip-lining adventure with gorgeous views of the forest and waterfalls, and the show ends with Nathan falling down the stairs and crying out in pain. And that's your Rapid Recap.
2: I mean to tell you, these stairs are really a foil for these characters. Aren't How they?
1: crazy is it? We had it on Sailing Yacht, Gabby fell. We had Kyle on Med last season, and now Nathan. 2022 is not the year for stairs.
2: Or oh, they need to wear better footwear. Right. <laughs> Something. Yeah. So, what was your overall take on this episode? I mean, we started with Faye going over the Oriana epaulette fiasco for a second time.
1: I really think that whole thing is skewing her perception on a lot. I think because she believes that Oriana went to Lewis, and that's just not how it happened. So I think it's coloring a lot of different things with her. I can understand it. Our friend on Twitter, Music Nell, tweeted us and said that it seems like there's quick judgment made on each other in yachting. And she said, it's not the first time we hear if people find out blank about me, they're going to assume blank. And she said it must take a fair amount of confidence in oneself to successfully do this kind of work. I figure with it being as short of a season as it is, does that happen a lot? Do you have to make snap judgments?
2: Yes and no. I think some people's actions speak louder than words sometimes so them saying that they have a lot of experience and then you notice that the things that they're doing don't speak to that is one thing right I think with this particular situation there's probably a lot of assumptions Mm -hmm. that are made by Faye I don't know I wasn't there and I didn't see the whole conversation is the hard part for me to know right like what led her to believe that that was what happened as opposed to Lewis just taking it upon himself to try to find a better way to flirt.
1: Right. It's a tough one. I can understand it. I understand how if I felt like somebody was going behind my back and doing something, I would feel like that. I feel like communication on the boat's still a
2: little sketchy, though. I feel like a better person for Faye to talk to about that would have been someone who's lateral with her, like Jess. Yeah, This feels like the same situation as med, right. where we had this conversation before, where it's like, find the appropriate person to talk to about that's not the person that's directly affected.
1: I agree. Hopefully they get it sorted out. It seems like Faye does drop things pretty quickly. She'll make a snide comment, like with the confusion over breakfast that was going on between Jess and Oriana. I completely understand why Oriana didn't want to share because you don't want people making those snap judgments. A lot of times people will assume that dyslexia only affects you while you're in school. And that's just not true. Algebra may only affect you while you're in school. But reading and writing is your whole life. So it touches my family directly. I know what a struggle it can be for people. And I can understand not wanting to be that vulnerable at the beginning. But when it did get in the weeds, I might have brought it up at that point and explained why she needed to go slower. But Faye does seem to say something like when she told Oriana that she needed to be on housekeeping where she belonged. That was a little bit of a dig. But then when they went out to zip lining,
2: she was fine with her. Again, she actually said, like, I have to get through what I need to get through and we'll deal with the rest of it later kind of thing in one of her confessionals. So Mm -hmm. I get that. I mean, I had to do that my entire season was just like, God, can we just get through this? (laughs) I'm obviously not going to change any of your habits and I'm not supposed to mom you, but I feel like there's a certain level of that that inherently comes with a job and it's tough because you want to be friends you want to be co-workers you want to have this balance when you're getting to know people I also have to say especially with the later seasons of this when you know people are there because they want to get more followers not because they want to do the job it makes it that much more difficult and it makes it a lot easier to criticize in the moment I gotcha
1: well hopefully they figure it out they seem when they do work together they seem to work well together so hopefully it's just a bump Going back to what I talked about in the rapid recap, keeping with the Oriana theme with Oriana and Lewis. I was really impressed when he had a conversation with Mike in their bunks and he was giving serious thought to what the ramifications would be if they jumped into something. Can you imagine how different sailing yacht would be season two and three if
2: Gary had thought to do that? (laughs) (laughs) It wouldn't have been as fun to watch, I'm sure. But also quite a lot less messy. Yeah.
1: And we're getting ready to see it on OG with Katie and Ross and Alyssa. So it was just nice, in my opinion, to see somebody having some forethought. Who acted like a grown up. Exactly. <laughs> I loved it. Yes.
2: <laughs> yeah, I agree.
1: Every now and then it gives me a glimmer of hope. Like, yes, they're learning.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Well, yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot of elements that could be definitely attributed to that. But I think that especially since we're still getting to know everybody and they're all still getting to know each other, it's hard to really get a grasp yet on who everybody is. Right. Like you've said before, like Nathan's adorable. I feel bad that he fell down the stairs. Mm -hmm. I don't ever want anybody to get hurt like that. Right. I know how painful that is and definitely how painful it looks. And it just sucks because especially if that takes you out of a season.
1: Yeah, hopefully it doesn't. I did have to, I didn't have to, but because I am me, I did chastise him a little bit on Twitter last night because he was getting really frustrated that Lewis had brought up the mistake in front of Captain Carey, And I just pointed out that getting called out on your mistakes is how you learn. It wasn't just a misunderstanding. It was almost like Tom on sailing yacht when he was away from it. We saw what the ramifications could have been, and it was a half an hour that Nathan wasn't there. So it's not just a misunderstanding at that point. It could be a very big deal and carries the one who it falls on if something happens. So that was the only time I couldn't take Nathan's side. I was on Lewis's side because you have to understand the importance of the gig. Right. And I don't think he did.
2: I agree. Yeah, I think it's interesting to see again with a little bit of retrospect too, and I have a feeling that some of these things we're gonna feel a little bit differently about once we get further into the season and formulate stronger opinions about people. Right. But the fact that you still see Carrie supporting just about everybody except for Kyle, right, which is warranted. Mm -hmm. You know, tells me a lot about how things shape up towards the end like that's not necessarily a spoiler but the fact that he's still very supportive of all of his crew really speaks volumes not only about who he is but about who they are too right so there must be something endearing about all of them except for kyle (laughs) that he finds it within himself to continue to encourage them and support them and all of those things Yeah,
1: I missed him last night. He wasn't on as much, although when he did show up, he gave us the now infamous, I'm not here to F spiders. (laughs) And Mike's like, well, what are you here for? And he's like, not to f spiders. It just made me laugh. I've never heard that phrase before. And when he's on screen, it is magnetic. He's just got good energy. I missed that last night because it was more focused on the different dynamics between the interior and the exterior and then the kerfuffle between Jess and Oriana. What did you think about that? To be honest, I think Jess is really intense. She's a good person, it seems like. But for how Zen she tries to be pre job starting for the day, it seems like it's not enough to carry her through the day. She has a way of doing it that that's how she wants to do it. I thought Oriana was being helpful by verbally telling her and then writing it down because somewhere in there, there was a mix up. There were eggs over medium or eggs over hard, something like that, that wasn't even on the list. So it can get confused. So Oriana was trying to be helpful and it was kind of a catch 22. If she hadn't helped, then there would have been a reason when she did help, it was too slow. Right. How would that go in your kitchen?
2: I mean, I'm intense. No, (laughs) I know. Shocking. I know you have this conversation with Kelsey all the time. I know. Um, (laughs) But when it's go time, it's go time. And especially when you're still trying to figure people out, communication skills can be lacking and that's frustrating, mm-hmm. but the mission is the same. Right. And I think sometimes people just take it personally when a chef is like, this needs to happen now, do this now. Yeah. We'll talk about the rest of it later. Just do what I'm asking, get it done. Mm -hmm. at that point in meal service the chef is the boss you're following their lead this is not up to you and we see that time and time again with chief stews on these boats or second stews or third stews or whatever like you see that where ego gets involved and it really has nothing to do with you it has everything to do with guest service right and when egos start to affect guest service is when I really start to lose my shit Mm -hmm. because this isn't about you Right. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about what I'm telling you needs to be done right this moment. And we'll deal with the rest of it later kind of thing. Gotcha. So that's how I handle things. Let's just get through this right now. And the rest of it we'll talk about later.
1: Well, that sounds pretty similar to what Jess did then. And it could just be that because I've not been in a working kitchen that I took Oriana's side in it. But that makes sense. Yeah. I
2: think that it depends on how you operate Mm -hmm. in your own galley. Like Ben and I got along great because I'm a chef and I understand what he was asking. And so there was no conflict there. Like we never had an issue with our communication. I knew what he needed. And if I didn't, I would ask him and execute that because that's the most important thing.
1: Yeah. I agree that we're still trying to figure everybody out. I don't dislike anybody on the boat, to be honest. Now that Kyle's gone, I'm fine with everybody on the boat. There are moments where, I question things like with Casey's ever-changing accent. Yeah. Even her mom corrected her. (laughs) So I don't feel too bad about it if Kim is correcting her as well. But I like her. You saw how much she got done while they were away at the zip lining trip. I mean, she was busting it out. She got tons done. She made Natasha and Kyle look like fools with how much she got done. So I don't have anybody I don't like. I think it's hard to navigate I can understand why Faye wanted Nathan to help and not Mike. I got it. Nathan just has a way with people and some people have that quality about them. If you're a people person, it shines. And that's what she was looking for. I do think that getting him up later than what he was supposed to be gotten up did throw things off for him for the night. So it seems like there's always two ways of looking at everything this season. I haven't really landed hard on one side or another because with each episode, I'm seeing, well, that makes sense. Or, okay, maybe I wouldn't have done it that way, but I get why they did it. Right. Where are you at with everybody? Do you have a favorite? I mean, Carrie is always going to be my
2: favorite, but that's that's (laughs) the That's because I know him. Right. I really like Nathan. I think he just brings an energy to the show that is just kind of happy and bubbly. And I like that because I feel like there always has to be somebody like that. Or there should be. Right. If there isn't. Mm -hmm. And I like Faye. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I'm waiting to see her loosen up a little bit because I can still tell that she's very stressed out about everything. And I feel the same way about Lewis too. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like once they relax into it a little bit, and hopefully that happens sooner rather than later, that we'll see a lot more excitement and energy from them. But Mm -hmm. I remember what it was like my first season being so in my head and worrying that I'm going to screw stuff up and people are going to criticize me for it. And I get it.
1: Yeah. And the exterior is a man down too. So yeah, we've got to keep that in mind that that's probably preoccupying a lot of his thoughts and a lot of his decisions and interactions with Faye. So you can understand where that tension comes from. And that's what I mean. I'm not falling on sides this season. Right. I'm kind of seeing how the dynamics of everything is creating the issues. And it's not necessarily the personalities of people like we're seeing on below Deco G. Right. My other favorite aside from Carrie though is the beautiful country of Norway. Yeah. I'm constantly blown away by the vistas we're getting to see. After seasons of not getting shore excursions, this has been amazing to get to see all of this.
2: I agree. It's beautiful. I mean, I've never been boating there. So I can't exactly say that I have strong feelings about not going there. Mm -hmm. I don't love cold weather. Right. So (laughs) for me, that's a little bit of a meh kind of thing. But it looks like it's bright and sunny during the day most of the time. So
1: yeah, and for a long, long day, a 17 hour day. Mm -hmm. But we do need to get Another theme besides Vikings. There's more to Norway than (laughs) Vikings. Right. Maybe have a northern light. They have wonderful wildlife there. They have great fishing. Some other theme.
2: One of these days we'll have to get our friend Tamara back on here because she knows a lot more about it than we do. So maybe she can come and give us a little bit more insight. Yeah,
1: definitely. We'll get to the guests before we wrap up. I was surprised that it was as mellow as it was. The Housewives franchises are generally not mellow. And Heather is part of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And that is definitely not mellow. So I was surprised how laid back it was and how friendly everyone seemed. Yes,
2: I agree. I don't know anything about the Housewives of whatever show she was on. Mm -hmm. So I don't have any background on her. I just, I thought some of her comments were a little off color. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe that's how she is. She is because she's an ex-Mormon. She's a recovering Mormon.
1: Yeah. So just like Casey said, once you step out of a very structured religious background, you kind of do go a little kooky and she definitely falls in that category. I see.
2: So it's more of a cultural type upbringing situation. Mm -hmm. Gotcha.
1: Yep. Yep. I am looking forward to next week. I hope Nathan is okay and that we're not two men down, although, we did see Carrie had a text conversation with somebody whose CV he received. So hopefully we'll get that replacement in very soon.
2: Here's hoping. It'd be nice to have another crew member come in here and kind of shake things up a little bit, even though it's early. Yeah. But it is also a good opportunity for them to get in kind of sort of close to the beginning instead of coming in at the tail end like we saw with Scarlett and some other people.
1: That is a good point. And we can't forget next week on December 13th, y'all are going to be at Patty Max in
2: Palm Beach Gardens. I'll be there with Captain Carrie and Nathan and several of the other crew from this current season of Adventure. Also, some other cast members from previous seasons. We've got a couple of surprises lined up. It is Carrie's birthday. yay! So there's that. Yeah, and we are doing it all to benefit the Children's Museum of the Treasure Coast. So it is a charity event and a toy drive so if you're in the area please come and join us it's going to be a lot of fun and we've got some surprises lined up
1: i'm super jealous but i'm excited for you i hope you have a great time thank you all for listening we appreciate you very much we will catch you next week for the og with kg and our below deck adventure recap for season one episode seven thanks everybody bye bye
0: special thanks to our friends who helped us create gangplank report down below music and lyrics by angel twitter frail and terry Abbott, performed by Laura Lyle, of florida production assistance by michael castanata og with kg contributor kathy gilmore now walk the plank you scallywags so i can have me a
2: clap of thunder
0: bravo